So, I um, talked about one of my visions. There was another one. So, I had a vision that um, there was, I was the exception. And lately, I don't want to say that this is how I usually think because I'm usually never thinking this. Like, I just usually do not think that way. I'm, I have my own little world, but I don't think that the world revolves around me. Because of the fact that um, we all have our own little worlds. And I'm sure in your world is as intricately and as uniquely made as you are. And you're doing everything that you want to do in your world. And you're making everything happen how you want it to happen in your world. And how you intended it to. And that's what makes you you. And we're all needed. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. So I'm never feeling as if the world revolves around me. Because what if it were just me in this world? I'm pretty sure that I don't want that. Because obviously, I want to see the different varieties and probabilities and all the different things that everybody is capable of not everybody but i want to see the different things you know and i want to be enlightened in that way where it's like you only get those those new experiences and those unique happenings if you're able to when somebody else is when you're able to explore someone else's mind and when you're able to see what somebody else is capable of as well as them seeing as capable as you are with how you work and how you think and so we're all needed we're all needed for what we're whatever it is that we're called to do on here on earth so i've never felt like the world revolved around me because that would be a not a boring world but that would just be a stagnant one because even though i'm constantly growing what about the different possibilities of how other people grow and what about the even though i'm constantly you know making new things what about the other new things that could be made in, in a different mindset that maybe i don't understand or have so obviously i feel that it's very necessary for other people in what it is that they actually possess and are capable of and i love you know those many different varieties and probabilities i love how god made us all and it's not that i love every single person i mean i love every single person god made but it's not that i love everything that comes out of every single person god made it's just that i love you know being able to see the difference i love the i love our differences i really do and um that's how god made us because he loves them too and since we're made perfect in his image, that means he wants every single last one of us to be ourselves. He does. He doesn't want a world of all the same people. That's boring. Not only is that boring, I don't think it's it's about it's a matter of God being bored. He can do whatever he wants to do at all times, anytime. But I think it's about how unevolving that really truly is and how that's kind of pointless. You know, if you ever had a world of robots, what's the point of having it? they're gonna do their you can come back in 30 years you can come back in 3,000 years you can come back in 3 billion years you know they're doing the same thing because they're all the same which is why he made us different you come back in three seconds and there's going to be something differently done so we're all made different we all have our different unique um characteristics and personalities for that reason and i'm so grateful that i have i'm grateful for what i got i love what i have and 
I feel like it's important no matter what it is that you have you get you're given or what it is you yearn for whatever it is that you feel like you want to have or wish you were born with that you don't have I feel like it's important to appreciate what you do have because what you don't understand is that somebody can look at it from your set of eyes and be thinking to themselves well that's interesting and I would have never been able to experience that if I was never able to experience you so be grateful for what it is that you have and be grateful for being here that being said um i find that i am the exception though a lot of times i am an exception and um i guess that's because i'm fighting all the time i'm always fighting i'm always fighting and i I don't want to sound like a complaint i don't want to sound like i'm complaining or this is a complaint what i'm saying is that I don't get a day off so obviously not obviously but i just want to make it clear that yes i am definitely anticipating that day i'm caught home because hopefully even with even knowing that i am built like this i'm built to fight every molecule of every little part of me is built to fight i just can't wait to get to heaven when i don't have to fight no more the devil like he hates me obviously hates everybody but um me specifically because obviously all this fighting is going towards something or somewhere i ain't fighting for nothing so i must be fighting him whatever it is he is intending to do and that's what makes me the exception because somebody has to somebody has to fight imagine none of us fighting We'd all be dead, defeated, gone. Somebody has to fight. So I find that I'm the exception. I'm that fighter, you know? And a lot of times it's lonely because you'll find a lot of people who don't have to fight or don't take pride in it or don't want to or they're upset with you for choosing to fight. Um... I like to think it's out of jealousy, but sometimes it's just not. It's Sometimes it's just out of ignorance because they don't see why you're fighting or they don't see what's the importance in your fight or they don't see the benefits of fighting. And so that being said, they, they ultimately, you know, write it off or feel some type of way about you and they feel like, you know... You, you're so used to fighting. Fight me too. But it's like... <laughs> okay, what am I trying to say? What I'm pretty much trying to say is that a lot of people... They, um, they come across a fighter. And I'm going to be quite honest with you. I feel like in coming across fighting and fighters... Uh, there's an understanding and there's a revelation. Just it's kind of reflective of how you're not fighting so if you're not a fighter you come across a fighter you're you're going to see how much you're not fighting on a daily basis you're going to see you know the different if you are a fighter the difference in what you guys are fighting for so i'm not saying that that person should be made an enemy i'm just saying it's either you relate to them or you don't and i found that a lot of people tend to not relate to me but I see it as, you know, 
I really see it as fear. Like, they're scared. They're afraid of me. And, you know, on the outs, on the outward and the natural and the physical, it's like, why would somebody be afraid of you? What do you think you can't be beat? And it's like, it's not even about being beat. It's about the fear of what it is I'm fighting for and what happens when I get it. Uh, what happens when I ultimately get what I've been fighting for? Because obviously you can see I'm fighting hard all the time. And I think that's what's scary. The realization of my fight and how it doesn't end. And when it finally does, what does that mean? What is the extent of that? And who do I become? Who do they become? What does that mean for them? What does that mean for me? Let's say it doesn't affect them at all. Maybe they're afraid of how much it will affect me over there and what they may be missing out on or what they could miss out on or um how many people will have related to my fight by the time I have won so some people are intentionally trying to hinder you others are just afraid that you know your the result of your fight will prove to them that they're not fighting enough or they're not fighting harder i mean or they should be fighting harder or that um i guess they're afraid to fight that's what it is i don't i think that in seeing in the, in the vision i had and seeing it out of the person's eyes i saw it out of they weren't afraid of anything it's not that they were afraid i don't know they could be whenever you know maybe fear presented itself but it was like they it's not that they are afraid it's not that all the time they're you know scared or you know but i do feel like there's something there that's missing and maybe that's what they're afraid of they're afraid of what it is that what it is that's missing only because they don't know and obviously the fear of the unknown is probably the most common and people see it as I'm it's not that I fear what I don't know because I don't know it. Why would I fear it if I don't know it? And in reality it's like once you do know it, you're afraid of what it how much you don't know. You're afraid of the extent of how much you haven't known. And that's scary because then you have to reevaluate what everything that you've been doing and I guess you're so comfortable in what it where it is that you are or maybe you just haven't seen anything wrong in what you're doing for somebody to come and shatter that whole outlook or your whole perspective on that is probably scary for you but see me I'm just not like that come and shatter whatever perspective I have because I hope that the perspective that you can offer will grow me change my entire world and help me to know myself better or know who I want to be better and become that push me further in that direction of growing in that way let me stand out from the crowd let me have to fight them all because in fighting them all I'll find out what it feels like to have beat everybody but it's not even just about beating everybody it's about nobody's gonna stop me from getting to that other side and if you're in the way then I guess it's better for me to have fought all of you off now because, you know, I want that. I'm getting that. And why would you want to be in my way? But um, that being said, um, 
I'm seeing that, you know, a lot of people have to be told what to think. And when you're fighting every day about everything, you don't you can't be told what to think because you're constantly elevating on how you even think about it to begin with. So if somebody comes and try to tell you what to think, you have to reevaluate why you should think that. And the truth is that um you have to pretty much you have to um you pretty much have to come to the conclusion of you have to come around I'm sorry I'm stumbling over my words but you have to come around to understanding that you know whatever it is that they try to get you to think there's so many different ways of thinking so let me compare them all and come around to the best possible option that fits me. And when so many different people are being told what to think, it's usually because either, I don't want to call them lazy. Nobody is really that lazy. It's because they're afraid. They're afraid of thinking on their own and standing on their own in their own thoughts because I don't know. Some people are just afraid of that new set of thinking. They're really afraid of that new set of thinking because, you know, then it then you don't get to go back to what you were doing. And you love this so much. Kind of like that picky eater who doesn't ever try anything new. But I don't want to kind of use that. It's It's so hard to explain these things. Only because the devil tries to stop me. He doesn't want me to be able to explain these things in a way that they should be explained. But the Lord is right here. And he's placing it on my heart. I'll find the words. So, um, another vision I was given was of someone else who is, I won't speak on their actual name, or, but they're a singer. And this person, um, is, you know, a person of God. And, you know, they are, they, they sing, they sing, of, they sing gospel. Obviously, that's the only thing I listen to lately. I cannot listen to secular music anymore. Um, but I don't want to be too political. I don't want to, I don't want to drag any person into politics, especially mine, because mines are so, they're not unique. I mean, there's a lot of people who fight for what I fight for, but my sometimes my opinions are unpopular and um people don't want to be dragged into that because they may not agree with everything that I say or everything that I believe and that's okay. Um and I don't want to force anybody to have to stand up for something they don't believe in. So, I'll stand on my own and I'll fight, you know, on my own because obviously God, you know, he knows my heart and he knows why I fight in the way that I fight for the things that I fight for. So it's okay if it's just me and God. I, I already feel like I outnumbered you with just having God on my side. You know, and even though God is like, he doesn't defend everything that I do. It's just the fact that he's there when I need him. Helping me figure things out because I'm just growing just like everybody else. But I find that a lot of things about me are oftentimes just you know, not seen as 
well, I don't want to. I don't want to write myself off. I do, I definitely don't want to write myself off because I found that when I go out into the world, that it's not that people don't agree with the things that I say. There's so many different people agreeing with the things that I say. There's so many different people. <laughs> excuse me. There's so many different people who are rooting for whatever certain things or I believe in and. They understand. They know it's the truth. They've experienced it themselves. And I'm not alone in my thinking a lot of times. But the problem is that um, a lot of times it just feels like I'm fighting. I have to fight people too. I'm not only fighting every single little thing, like just even thinking and having to, you know, work things out and figure things out on a daily basis. I'm also fighting people. Um... And I'm going to be very clear. I don't feel like it's them. It's obviously the spirit behind it. Because when I said I'm fighting every little thing, that means that that's Satan. I'm having to fight Satan for every little thing. So when I fight people, it's not because it's them. It's because it's him. And I noticed that when I decide to um, turn away or when I decide to say, that's enough. Or not that's enough. It's never enough. But when I... Well, it is with God. But when I decide to say, you know what? I'll stop fighting. I quit. And I give up. I'm not... I don't have to fight anyone. Or anything. So obviously, it's Satan. Obviously, the fight is to be to be better and to grow. And when you're not trying to grow, you don't have to fight. So I guess if anybody, of course, nobody wants to have to fight. I guess that's the fear of it. The fear is having to fight. If I have to fight, then I'll just stay where I'm at. That's good for me. And some people are like, well, I want to fight. I just don't know where to start. I don't know how to get in the fight. And if you're that kind of person where it's like, it's not that you don't want to fight. You just don't have to where you're at. And you don't know how it is to get that started. Well, let me tell you, challenge who you are. You have to say, this is comfortable, but let me be made uncomfortable, but only in the best ways. First, go and do something, not go and do something, you don't have to go and do anything, but um, start thinking of, in th- of things in a way where you feel, you know what, I want to challenge that. that that is what I know. That is what I've seen. That is what I'm used to. But how about I think of it in a way that I've never thought of it before? And let me ask God to help me think of it in the best way possible. Because obviously you can think of things in a way you never thought of thought of them before. But that doesn't mean that it's a good thing or you're, going, you're taking a step in the right direction. Ask God to help you to think of that in a way you've never thought of it before in the right direction. Ask him to elevate your mind on something. And let it be something that you're so used to. Let it be something that you, you have grown um, comfortable with. Like your name or that's too simple because it's your name but um maybe your favorite food or i don't know just uh something super familiar that maybe you see every single day and you're so used to it and you're comfortable with it and you know it ask god to change your perspective on that first because it's amazing the drastic difference 
and how it changed. And that's the only way to truly be able to see how how perspectives, how different perspectives change everything. Because I've seen this the same way for however long, but now that God has given me a new perspective, it's almost as if I'm seeing it for the first time. And now I have to relearn everything about it, even though before I've known it like the back of my hand, or at least I thought I did. And that's how perspectives change everything. And I see everything like that. I, I, I want to see everything like that. I don't want to lie. I want to see everything like that. I'm challenging myself to see everything like that. Even when my perspectives seem like they're not changing, I want them to. I'm open to it in the right direction. So when I'm trying to do that and I'm actually trying to grow and I'm challenging these di- these different things, I find that um, I'm being fought only because I want to see them in the best ways possible. And when I find out how they work in the best ways possible, then I'm trying to elevate that. And I'm trying to better that. And I'm trying to, you know, do that in the way God intended. And I'm trying to make a difference and a step in the right direction in the best way possible. Meaning I want to do God's work. And so I'm being, I'm fighting. I'm really, really fighting every single day with every single little thing. And um, I see that, well, I find that people like to say to me, you're not fighting. Like somebody would say, you're not fighting. It's all in your mind. You don't have to fight. Um, Just change your perspective and it won't feel as if you're fighting. But the thing about it is I've been in a position where I wasn't. Of course, I've been in a position where I'm not fighting. I'm fighting on purpose. Yes, I am. Because I want to challenge my beliefs. I want to challenge not, you know, yeah, my beliefs, but I want to challenge the different things that I, that knew, that can so easily, I can so easily be pulled into comfort. That can so easily make me comfortable. I want to challenge those things because I want to be constantly growing. I don't want to forget no not forget i don't want to get comfortable and then stop fighting forever that's what the devil wants he doesn't want me to grow every single day he just want me to learn something new every single day he doesn't want me to elevate who i am and be enlightened by god every single day why would the devil want that why would he want that so yes i'm fighting every single day intentionally i understand that and so then I can't complain, of course. But the problem is I'm human. So just like when if something hurts, you're going to be like, ouch, that hurts. You know, like that's just how it goes. But I'm, you know, I'm working on that. As, I'm working on that as well. But um, in another vision that the Lord gave me, which I don't, I feel like um, I have like five or six different visions. All of them aren't relevant. All of them aren't you know, by God, sent by God, or as important as I feel. But I do feel like there's something to learn in each and every single last one of them, as long as I allow myself to learn them and see. So in this one, there was this person who was actually a singer whose gospel music I have been listening to lately. And the devil is always every single little thing that I do throughout the day that isn't reading a Bible. And he attacks that too as probably obviously the hardest but the devil attacks other things as well 
Um, every single little do the thing that I do on a daily basis, the devil is attacking, and I would I I will scroll through, and he'll he'll attack everybody and everything, because he's trying to put me at odds with everybody and everything. And the thing about it is, I'm seeing <laughs> I'm seeing that um he's a liar. The devil is a liar, and so um. In my visions, the Lord shows me the truth when he needs to. Because he doesn't have to clarify every lie the devil says. Because the devil is lying all day, every day. Like, he's lying about everything. So the Lord is not about to sit there babysitting him. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Even though he has angels that do. He has angels who are there. The spirit of truth. Like, he's lying. He's lying. He's lying. He's lying. He's lying. Every single thing, you just have to be willing to listen to them and not him. The thing about it is God is not about to babysit the devil because that's what the devil wants. The devil wants to feel like, look, look at me all the time. I need attention. And so if he's constantly lying all day, every day, he wants you to sit around and have to babysit his lies. He wants you to have to monitor every little thing that he's doing, just like he's monitoring you and every single little thing that you're doing. He wants you to waste your time doing that so that you don't put enough time into actually elevating past this season. As long as you're fighting, 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 fighting him all day about every single little lie that he's telling, every single little thing that he's doing, he's stopping you from reaching for the stars, reaching for the sky and reaching for what's right there for you to have. So imagine... Um, I don't want you to get to something that's right behind me. And I decide to think of a million different distractions on a daily basis, all day, every day, because that's the only job that I have is to keep you from getting to what it is that's right behind me. So, of course, I got to get creative. I got to get crafty. I'm going to think of a million different distractions and a million different things to pull you away. I'm going to try and pull anybody in that's around in the in the area to try and help me distract you and keep you from getting to this treasure chest that's right behind me. Because the second you get to that, it's it for me. And that's the only job that I have. As soon as you get to that, I'm unemployed. So that's what it's like with the devil. So the Lord shows me visions when he feels in my heart really needs it. Because if it were up to God, he would never, he would never address anything that the devil says because none of it really holds any real weight. So he, he answers to my heart. Everything that he does is for us. He doesn't do it for him. He knows already. The devil couldn't ever get that off on him. But he does it for us. So, since he knows we're susceptible and the devil is doing it to hurt him, he can't respond to everything. He can't. Because he knows that the devil's doing it to hurt him. Just like when you want to hurt somebody, it's, is this hurting you? Is this hurting you? Is this hurting you? And if I respond to that, that's exactly what you wanted. You just wanted to pull me into that. So, I have to... I have to let, you know, some of that stuff happen. I have to let some of that stuff go. I have to let that person build themselves up in order to not be, you know, affected by you as much so that you're not able to hurt them or me anymore. So I do. So the devil, so God is um, a lot of times also while he's seeing the things happen, he does have to let those things go 
because you're not about to keep using them to get to me. No, you're not. So guess what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to let it happen a little bit. I'm going to be right there doing what needs to be done without even giving you the second of attention that you need. But I need them to understand that they need to be able to do that as well. I need to get them a little bit closer to being um, successful in that. Successful in being able to resist you without even giving you even anything, any win at all. So there's that. But in this vision, this person was the exception. And before, before this, um, I was... I was being lied to about this person's character whilst I was scrolling through. But I, I really love their music. I felt that their music really was touching my heart and bringing me closer to God. And that's the entire purpose. That's the whole reason to bring me closer to God. So I said, I don't want the devil to lie on this person and get me from listen, keep me from listening to their music. Because I feel like their, their music is actually doing something in the spirit. And so I asked God with my heart. You know, not ask. I don't want to say I ask them because I can't bug them about every little thing. But I, in my heart, I just want to, you know, my heart said, I'm fighting for this. I'm fighting for this person to be, you know, helping me in the spirit. I'm fighting for this. I'm rooting for this person. I'm fighting to root for this person, regardless of what the devil is saying. But I have to hide it because I don't want them to, you know, attack it. But even if they do attack it, I don't care what they say. So, I was on the fence. Not even on the fence, but I was rooting for them. But it was like the devil was attacking it because he was knowing that they were doing something in the spirit. They were fighting. They were helping me fight. They were encouraging me. And that's a big no. So, in my vision, the Lord, the Lord brought me in their presence without the devil well he was there but he wasn't able to maneuver like he wanted to be able to i was able to see clearly the smoke was cleared and i was able to see that they really are good people and it's not that they're just angels super perfect and never and without mistake no but they are good people who care about people and their music is doing things in the spirit i know because of who they are because now I can see that all of those different lies that the, that the devil was telling is not true. I've seen their character. I've experienced them in the flesh. I know the truth. So that doesn't mean that they're perfect. It just means that now I know that, that their, their music actually was doing something in the spirit. And the devil's going to attack them. And now I know not to listen. So, or I can refer back to that you know their true character every single time he tries to convince me else otherwise so i found that this person is a good person and so now every i listen to their music a lot and i use it to fight the devil off a lot and so now that they're now they're showing up in my visions more so after this vision of the lord showed me of people seeing it differently but not necessarily suffering they are but they just don't know it and the thing about it is because they don't know it there's nothing i can say or do they have to make that decision for themselves so this person 
um, decided that um, they were, no, not this person decided that, but this person showed up in my vision more often, and they showed me that we have a lot in common. Um, we don't, we may not have everything in common and it's not for them to defend everything that I do. It's not for me to defend everything that they do, but what we do have in common, that person is rooting for me. And that's exactly, that was helpful. It was helpful. And I want to be careful because I know that Satan wants me to pay more attention to certain other things as opposed to what's more important. And I think that the most important thing about it is that None of it, none of the little intricate things that he's trying to make important really matters. What really matters is that he is lying. And I need to know that about most, if not all, situations. He is lying. I'm in that season where he's going to lie. And um, I'm not supposed to only think it's just this person that is good and i'm not supposed to only feel like oh you're the exception everyone else around me is out to get me and even if it does seem like that or even if that is true i also need to be full aware that just as he was lying on them he could be lying on someone else i need to be willing to accept people in you know my heart and accept that you know everyone even if they're being used by the devil right now you know they may be good people and God doesn't have to give me a vision or give me a um or show me the truth every single time I just have to learn to fight him off I have to learn to not be so easily convinced against people and I'm not it's just I have to be you know willing to be hurt I have to trust in that way where it's like, I won't be able to see because every single time God can't confirm that for me. That being said, it was another vision. Well, he can, but he's not going to. But there was another vision where, um, oh, I'm going to speak about this vision where it was very helpful. Um, I had a family member whom I didn't know whether I could trust or not. Well, there's always these iffy visions. Sometimes I feel like I can't trust them. Sometimes I feel like I can't. I understand I'm in warfare. So the only thing that I can do right now is use the spirit of wisdom and discernment to get me through. So in this vision, there was this person who was familiar, whom I dealt with in the past, whom I thought was a friend or felt as if felt was a friend or was convinced was a friend. And my, my family was... In between me and this person, we're sitting on a couch. And on the other side of this person, on the other side of my family, this person is saying, No, I really hope that you are okay. I really hope everything works out for you. And I really hope that you end up well. And I'm like, Thank you. And the person, the family member that's sitting in between them is like, that she will it will it'll work out she'll she'll be okay she'll do it she'll succeed it'll be okay everything is going to be okay and this person is like no no i really hope everything works out for you i really hope that everything is okay and the and my family member is like it will be and i'm like thank you 
And the person is like, no, 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 no. I really hope that everything works out for you. And I really hope that you're you're okay and everything works out for you and you end up okay. And my family member is like, she will. And I'm like, thank you. And so the person just continues on and this just continues on. And I know this sounds creepy. It was. And so it gets to the point where it's like, are you really rooting for me? And and as soon as I fed into that, the devil laughed. Oh, ha, 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 ha. That's exactly what he wanted. He made it so obvious. But it's not only that's exactly what he wanted. He also wanted me to say that's exactly what he wanted. So I said, so what is it that you don't want me to see? And I said, obviously, this is another vision. That's not that person you're pretending to be. You are somebody else and you're hiding behind that person, but it's not because you feel like you need to convince me against that person because you know that it's far past that too. So what is it that you're not trying to get me to see? And I realized that what they didn't want me to see is that my heart is pure. It's pure. And... It's not about that person or whatever it is they were doing. The devil wants me to focus on that. What the Lord wants me to focus on is that I'm trusting, I'm loving, I'm generous, I'm kind. And I am not perfect, but I'm trying. And all these different things that they're saying about me and trying to convince me about myself and trying to convince me about others are not true. Everyone is not out to get me. I am not at odds with these people. Um, if these people are trying to help, they don't want this part. They don't want me to feel like these people are trying to help, but they also want me to think that that even matters. None of it matters. Everything is okay. Everything really is okay. And it just seems as if it's not. And I think that's what they, no, I know that's what they don't want me to feel. They don't want me to feel like everything is normal, even when it feels like it isn't. Everything really is normal. And even though it's not, it is. So in that way, I'm starting to challenge things. I'm starting to challenge things in a way where I feel like, okay, so that means that I can go do normal things again and be normal and everything will be okay well that's not all the way true either though so in a way i'm still having to challenge things because if i decided to go and do normal things right now i could go back into the norm but i know that the lord brought me here for a reason so that's another thing that they also tried to intend they they thought that they were creating a rabbit hole and so they wanted to make me feel as if I can go back to normal right now. Everything's normal. If at best, that's what they end up. That's at, that's what they end up with. Like if they're not able, that's what they ultimately want to happen. Go back to normal. Everything is fine. When in reality, the Lord sent me here on a mission. He told me what it is I am to be doing. And now that I see how everything is moving and maneuvering, there's no way I can go back to how things were. I'm sure that I'm supposed to challenge these things and feel as if, well, everything is normal and maybe there's another way out or there's another option. But why when the most is happening in the spirit and what I'm doing? So obviously I feel like, well, maybe that's what they're trying to get me to believe. But in reality, I know that God is right here 
and only and 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 if anything every single thing that he's telling me is being confirmed right now with everything that they do to try and stop me because if i really weren't doing anything and everything was really normal would they be bothering me would they be around me would they care about anything that it was i was doing or would they be bothering somebody else so let's say they're doing this because they're bored. Absolutely not. Nobody does all of this because they're bored. Nobody goes to this extent because they're bored. Even if they believe that that's why they're doing it, they don't understand the spirit that's actually using them. It's never because you're bored, sweetheart. I don't want to use that word. I feel like that was a spirit. Sorry. It's not because you're bored. It's because you're being used and maybe you thinking that you're bored or that you can do things like that out of boredom you're easily used and i don't even want to say that because nobody's easily used trust me the devil is working hard very and the lord don't even have to work that hard and he's still beating him so i don't want you to feel like oh my gosh i'm easily used no you were paid for at a price and you weren't cheap so do you think that the Lord's going to allow you to get played like that just for nothing? After all, he's paid for you? Absolutely not. He doesn't play about his people. He loves you. He's fighting harder for you than you'd ever be able to see. And the devil doesn't want you to see that. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that what I have saw in the spirit is that um, I don't have to fight as hard as I am fighting but also everything is being confirmed that the Lord told me so yes I am fighting so he's pretty much the Lord is confirming all the different things that they don't want me to believe they don't want me to believe that it's me you're fighting for a reason what you say is true um God's promise is going, God's going to make good on his promise to you. You are who you know you are, a demon slayer. These things are actually going on in the spirit. The true Hebrew Israelites will be restored to their rightful place as the holy nation. You are one of them. You are leading a nation. Despite where you came from. It seems as if you are not qualified for the job, but God always places his people in positions that they don't seem qualified for, and he makes them qualified. And little did you know, you were overqualified. And they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know how important you are. They don't know how much they don't want you to know how much of an impact you are making, even when you lift your pinky finger. So also understand that well i want to take that back it's not that they don't want you to know that they want you to know that they do i want to take back everything that he's trying to get me to believe they want you to know that they are not fighting you on that they're doing the opposite they're supporting you but the problem is you're still gonna have to fight well it's not a problem the fact is you're still gonna have to fight and if this is what's working let it work that way. Don't get lazy. And I'm saying that in 
the spirit. Don't get lazy in the spirit. Feeling as if, oh, everything's fine around me. I guess I can just chill. No, you still have to fight. You still have to be, you know, who God intended you to be because that's where the results are coming from. See, I could chill out and I could easily blend in as normal, but that's not what the Lord sent me to do. And I know that now more than ever. And if, and even in all my suffering, the worst thing I can do right now is go back to how I was. So I may not be doing everything perfectly, but as long as I am not intending to fall back into the cycle I was in before, I'm good. I'm great. And even if I do, I'm still good. I'm still great. Because when God sent me here, he gave me specific instructions. Revise the people. And in everything that happened, he reminded me only once more about that. So that means that everything that's going on is really nothing. No, actually, he's reminded me so many different times. God is so gracious. I have to take that back. God loves me so much. He reminds me every single day. But he's only gave me one. He's only given me um, midterm. I'll call them midterm reminders. Where it's like, I'm going to give you this one serious reminder that can be taken back. And it's going to be so serious on a level that, you know, it's solid. It's not moved. I'm going to build a wall for you right now. That can be taken down, bulletproof. And he only does that certain times. And then he gives little other reminders and little other help, like ammo refill and, you know, um, more people added to the army to fight. And also um, information, you know. But um, when it comes to it, when it comes down to it, that those bulletproof walls he, he gives me, are the best ones because they can't be broken down. They can't be touched. And he's only giving me a few of those. Only because he's making it clear that all of the little different things that this, the enemy is doing is exactly what it is. Little different things. They are not important. They are not hurting me. They are not stopping anything. They are not changing anything. And so he does not need to address those every single time. Because... The thing is that um, that's what the enemy wants. And God has made it clear. All of the big things I'm handling before before you ever have to, if before you ever figure them out or even hear about them. And a lot of times you're not even going to hear about them because they're already handled. And these are the big things that you don't even see. So the little small things that they're doing is so irrelevant you shouldn't even be entertaining them but let this be even because it's bothering you so much let this be a learning um opportunity to not let these little things bother you because you need to understand that if i told you the big things are being handled they are and if the big things are being handled how important are these small little things so i'm learning in this situation to ignore and to um grow in a way where I ask the Lord to fix my attitude. I ask him to help me, you know, um, not respond to every little thing. I ask him to help me make me the, build me up to be the woman I am intending to be. And that means not being petty. That means not caring about the petty things. 
letting go of pettiness and I'm really genuinely not a petty person I just sometimes I get pulled into pettiness probably based off of growing up in survival instincts feeling like that was a sometimes the only way to get people away from you and get them to leave you alone and it's like they don't ever really leave you alone but it's like also just showing them like you know sometimes people take that energy somewhere else when they see that you know I'm going to match it but I found that the only reason they do that is because they got the reaction they needed out of you in the spirit they dragged you down how they needed to so they're moving on to drag someone else down now. So now, as long as you're resisting them, they don't go away. And that saying where it says the bully, if you don't respond to them and you don't give them a response, they'll eventually leave you alone. I feel like that was the worst, 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 worst in, um, advice anybody could have ever gotten. But in reality, it's true. It's so true. But in the spirit, though. You like in in the natural, the more you allow them to hurt you or bother you, they won't leave you alone. It gets funner to them. It's more it's more, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Relieving like it's relieving them in a way they're able to take their stress out on you and their problems out on you and you never react. So they can always come back to you. But in reality, in the spirit, when you don't react to them, and I've this has happened literally where I didn't react and they were like, you are no fun and left me alone. <laughs> literally, this, is, this really happened. So in reality, it's in the spirit. When you tell your, when you, when you want to be more like Jesus, Jesus, of course, you know, he said to let somebody hit you, turn the other cheek. But if they know if they hit you, you're going to want to hit them back. Or you just, even if you turn the other cheek, you're going to be sitting there festering so mad that you can't wait to get an opportunity to make them feel the way they felt, made you feel. Or you're hoping that somebody's going to come and smack them for you. And that's just not the spirit that the Lord wants you to work in. Because if you're saying to yourself, you know what, I actually hope that, you know, one day they can see what it is that they did wrong. And don't even spend that much time on it. Say it once, mean it, and let it go. Like, not that it never happened, but forgive and forget like the Lord said. Because that's what it is. In the spirit, they know if they can always come and get that reaction, get that, pull that power off of you. And that power is every single time you react to me, every single time I'm able to bother you to where it's, festering in your spirit i'm being powered up and recharged and i don't even have to come hit you again every single time you think about it recharge from wherever you are my spirit is being recharged but what you know the thing about that is like obviously what's obvious that's not you know that probably goes without saying is that anybody operating that spirit is always going to need that recharge Anybody operating in that spirit is already on de a dead battery. And obviously, if they had to come get any power from you, they're suffering. They don't have a charge up. Um, but so you can't 
so feel bad for them for that but definitely understand that um you don't want to be their um power bank you don't want to be anybody's battery don't let anybody snatch no power off of you meaning don't let them come around you acting up and get a reaction let them keep acting up and let them walk away acting up without a reaction from you in any direction. Don't talk about them when they left. Don't care about what it is that they did. Move on with your life as if they didn't even enter your presence to begin with. Forgive and forget because that's how the Lord works. Not only that, say a prayer for them. That means if you want to if you're going to react to them in any direction, react take the ladder. React to them in a positive direction, meaning I'm going to spend, if I'm going to spend any time on you, that you intended me to spend this much time on you festering mad about what it is that you did, I'm actually going to spend this much time on um, praying, excuse me, sorry, praying for you. And I know you came and you wanted all of this energy from me, and you're going to get it. I'm not going to be selfish to myself and say, you know what? I'm not giving you any energy. I'm, that's for the people who are not strong enough. If you just don't have the time, you really just don't have it, don't give them none. But what God actually wants you to do is to give them all the energy that they actually requested from you, which is like what he said. Um, Someone comes and take your cloak. Give them your shoes, too. Give them whatever it is else that you have. Meaning they wanted some energy off of you in order to have you festering in a spirit. Give them all of that, but in a prayer and in good and good standing. So obviously everybody doesn't have time to waste on somebody, but just all that energy that you would have spent on thinking to yourself, oh, this person is just so, oh, they get on my nerves and they just they I can't stand them. Use that energy instead to say, man, Lord, I hope they're blessed today. I hope that you bless their day. I hope that they're happy. I hope that this prayer helps them. I hope that, you know what, even as upset as I'm supposed to be towards them and as mad as that was supposed to have made me, I hope that all of that energy is actually sent in their way in a good way. I hope that, you know, actually they can feel this love instead. Lord God, matter of fact, can you actually bless them where you've even been blessing me? Bless them way more. Because I just not I just feel bad for them. I feel so bad for them. If they knew how good you were, if they knew how great you were, if they knew, you know, how I feel over here. So I just, all this love I got. They wouldn't be operating that spirit because I don't go around doing that to nobody. And why? Because you so good to me. So can you go be good to them too? Because I love them. I really do. And they deserve this. They deserve to feel like this too. They deserve your love. And you got so much of it. Like, please extend that. Extend that love, Lord God. I love you. I mean, I love them. And I love you. And please love on them. Send them more love from my direction. And what you don't understand is that's a spirit. Just like I always use this reference, but it's so true. Just like this, the woman who was possessed of the spirit of divination, who followed Paul 
and um the other disciples around the city talking about these are the the people the the men who claim who proclaim and um preach the word of the living of the son of god jesus christ the messiah she knew who it was and she was a demon well she was possessed by one so um that's how it is with people they know who it is that's loving on you they they know that spirit they coming around you um screaming screaming and hurting trying to get a reaction out of you and trying to hurt you and trying to do all these different things because they want you to do them like how paul did free me pray for me please pull this demon off of me please pray send an extra prayer up to the lord because i see how much he loved you maybe he'll listen because i just need this spirit pulled off of me and that's what it is that's exactly what it is. They didn't come bothering you because, oh, I'm just, I'm just feel like I can bother anybody and get away with it. Whatever. That means they be bothering anybody, but they ain't just bothering anybody. They bothering you. And that's because they see the Lord descending on you like a dove. They see the Holy Spirit around you. They see the angels protecting you. They see all the love you getting from God. They see how you are favorable in his sight and they want that. So I'm telling you that they in your face bothering you so you can send that prayer up to God because they hoping that maybe if you say it, he'll free them for you because you said it. That's how much he love you. They see it. You know it. Everybody know it. So that's what I'm telling you. Use your pull. Use your favor. Use your rapport with God to pull that spirit off of them because that's why they following you around that woman wasn't following them around because she didn't know who he was who they were that woman wasn't following them around because she wanted to irritate them she just did irritate them because she needed that spirit pulled out of her and once that spirit was pulled out of her she was so free and so happy she was she was so that's exactly what she intended to do she didn't care how much money she was making and how much how many people how much how popular she was for what it was that she was doing she was suffering in the spirit. She was dying in the spirit. She was hurting. So there, she followed them around because she knew they was the only ones who could help her. If she knows who they are in the spirit, then why is she following them? Is she following them because she wants? I mean, if, if the demon don't want to come, I mean, she don't want the demon off of her. Why would she come around somebody who can, who's going to pull it off and not leave them alone? No, she came around them because she wants that demon off of her. That was her body, not her body. That was her soul overpowering that demon, but tricking that demon into believing it was doing something. And our souls are smart like that. I'm not leaving from around this person because this person is going to give me my freedom. Why? Because this person got pulled with God. This person can send a prayer up for me. But I need this demon to believe I'm bothering this person. Because that's the only way this demon is going to allow me to stay in this person's presence. If this demon even catch a whiff that I'm actually trying to get rid of it, this demon going to be running miles and miles and miles away. It won't be nowhere around me. I mean, it won't be nowhere around this person. This person my only option and my only way to freedom. So keep that in mind. When somebody is trying to, when somebody won't leave you alone or somebody just always bothering you or just seem like they just upset with you for no reason, you need to understand. They got a demon on them and you got the power to send a prayer up to get it off of them or to contribute towards that.
So send that prayer up. Every single time somebody bothers you, think about how that spirit is bothering them. This is why God says, pray for people, pray for your enemies, because they know who you are in the spirit. They know that God knows who you are in the spirit and what they want you to do, what they're begging you to do with however trivial action or whatever it is that it seems like they're doing, no matter how it bothers you, you need to understand that they are trying to bother you enough to send that prayer up for them so they can be made free, just like the Lord for you and freed you. And don't be stingy. Spend all that love he gave you because that's what it's for.